Loaded Sport. Oh. Does it sit second, man? No, I don't I think he does. I think Kevin Keegan probably sits second. Oh my God, <laughs> what a scandal. Austin Eckler versus the cards. Go and fuck yeah. the lot of you. <laughs> oh, Eckler. He's making me like I'm some sort of cameo. Like I've come in and go, hand out the bag, England to win. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Loaded Sport, where today we are going to be previewing week 17 of the NFL season and looking towards New Year's Day football fixture list as well, looking into the transfer window reopening at the beginning of January. Joining me to go through it are three lads that claim they know quite a bit about what we're going to be talking about over the next hour or so. Uh, We'll start by introducing uh, the one that has got more wrong over the last couple of weeks, we'll say. Uh, Sam, you all right? Fucking hell. <laughs> what a brutal intro that is. Cheers, mate. He chose violence today. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all right. Well, I was all right, mate. As, uh, as yourself. Um, Scathing a tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'll get the shit a little bit later from you guys, so it's all right. I get mine out of the way now so that for the next hour or so, you can just take the piss out of me, which is how it seems to work. Yeah, um, Kemp, you all right? Man with the mic. You remind me. You make me feel like Ben Musgrove. You make me want to change teams. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be it. That can't be it. It's so... I don't know whether I like that one or not. (laughs) That's all that matters. Uh, It's so bad, it's good. There you go. That'll do and considering the fact he asked me to introduce him last, but has not actually stopped talking since we started the introductions, <laughs> I'm going to go to him now anyway. Skin, you all right? I can't help it, mate. It's absolutely <laughs> fucking brilliant stuff I'm having to listen to. Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Good, mate. Good, mate. Um, so, just very quickly, uh, as Aggie mentioned there, we are approaching the new year, which brings on a lot of football, transfer window reopening and all that kind of stuff. But what it also brings, lads, and, and this is a two-part, I've got a follow-up question to lead us into the episode, but what it also leads to is a, an evaluation of your year, evaluation of your achievements, your goals, and, and, and a, an assessment of, of what's to come. So my initial opening question to the three of you, and Aggie, I'll start with you. Have you got any New Year's resolutions or goals that you will be setting yourself for the year 2023? So Aggie, I'll start with you. Not a resolution as as such. I just need to get fitter. I need to be a Search. bit more healthy. Yeah, I need to, yeah. All right, all right. Told you it wouldn't <laughs> take long before you start taking the piss out of me. No, obviously we we discussed about a month ago where I had a bit of an issue with my heart. So I think for me it's just a bit of common sense of you know cutting out the fatty foods, the takeaways, looking after myself a bit better, being a bit healthier, le- less stressed, and more carefree. So. I'm not saying that's going to be a New Year's resolution, but I think that's what I need to start doing. And I think right now, over the next couple of days, needs to be the time that I really kick that into action. Love that. We're gonna we're gonna start the year with ear on the podcast and end it with Tigger. We can't. I'm sure everyone will join me in saying that we can't wait for that. But that's a good one, mate. Um, Kemp, what about you, mate? I know earlier you said what I always say: if you want to do something, do it. But again, talking about assessing and evaluating and all that kind of stuff, have you got anything in mind for for Tom Kemp in 2023? New Year's resolution, no. I stick by what I said to you. If you want to do something, you'll do it regardless of the date, whether it's the 1st of January or the 17th of May. It doesn't matter. You'll just do it anyway. But I suppose one thing that I want to improve um, myself on in 2023, and again, it's just going forward, really, not just 2023, but it's just more consistency. So I have, you know, 
certain times where I've got my training program set and I've got my diet really clean and, you know, everything's, you know, works really good and really organized, but then something comes up like, you know, the house move or the new job or whatever. And it, I let it completely knock me off my stride and yeah, it's an excuse for a week, but you know, I've, I've not really done much for like a month and a half and I've blamed it all on the house move and it's just, it's not good enough. So just be a little bit more consistent in that sense, I think. No, it's a classic, mate. When you said be more consistent, my mind instantly went to your recent 33% success rate on the locks, scores and wild cards. But diet and training I will be is more consistently good. wrong for you. That's fine. Well, <laughs> we've, got the, uh, we've got the spreadsheet coming up for 2023 that will be tracking our whole year uh, prediction success rate. So there'll be no hiding next year. Um, and last but certainly by no means least, Sam, what have you got for me and our listeners? Uh, just, I think I've just got one resolution and one thing only and that is just to uh, successfully pick successfully pick at least one lock this year all <laughs> <laughs> <in>. year all <laughs> year that'll be my resolution it's like when uh, creed has to do a cartwheel on the office and he just does one that's him set for the whole year so yeah that's, that's it uh, that's uh, that's me just pick one lock for the year and i'll be happy our bold prediction is you'll land it somewhere in April. So uh, <laughs> we'll just uh, we'll note that. But thanks for that, lads. Thought we'd just uh, have a little bit of a New Year's chat like we did similar last week with Christmas coming up. We'll move on towards what's going to be happening in a couple of days' time, and that is the reopening of the transfer window for football league clubs. We've already heard that Liverpool are in and almost confirmed to be signing Cody Gakpo. Shout out Stun, to mate. Uh, done, deal. done deal, yes. Shout out go. to uh, Daniel Olsen, uh, who before Fabrizio the World Cup... Say said that he thought he was going to have a great World Cup. He did, and he's won himself a move to Liverpool. I think there was always going to be a couple of sides in the Premier League or or in the uh, Champions League sort of stage that were going to be looking towards signing him. Liverpool have jumped ahead and done that. So it raises the question, and I will come to Sam first for this. Good boy. Any side in the Premier League that you feel in January really needs to address a certain position? Yeah, the team that Liverpool leap, leapt from, or everyone who want to say it, to uh, design Gagpo. United need a striker. I know they've just beat Forest pretty convincingly, but um, I just I've not got much faith in in Martial up top. And I know Dawson's going to chip in and say Rashford should play up top. Rashford should play out on that left side. He was absolutely outstanding last night against uh, against Forest on that left side, and and that's where yeah, I think Stavely he's man as well. Fair do a job against Forest. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> hey, good Peter side, Stavely. I'll uh, I'll take all, give them some, you know, pile on, <laughs> pile on. <laughs> Feel free. Um, but now I think Rashford is just so good out on that left side, and I just think they need that striker so Rashford can play off them. That's when he's the focal point. I just think he can sometimes get. He hasn't got that killer instinct in him to maybe a first time finish, but I think they need. Yeah, that is, he scored yesterday, didn't he? But it was a shocker from keeper. Like it was a p roll of pretty brilliant straight work at him, corner. So. Yeah, brilliant yeah. work. No, um, Marshall's goal. Sorry, no, the Martial. second goal. Yeah, yeah, Martial, yeah terrible shot, finish. Yeah. Really poor goalkeeping by yeah, Wayne Hennessy. The Welsh fucker, but um, <laughs> but no, I think United need an out and out centre forward. Now the options are going to be very slim in um, in January. Yeah, I they keep going on about getting a loan signing for Jao Felix, and I am so against that. Yeah, I, I think I've mentioned not him, have you? No, I think I mentioned our previous podcast. I've, I've never seen him have a, like a man of the match display. I've never seen him be the best player on a on a pitch. I don't know why he's attached to this price tag, but. I suppose maybe alone when you're not paying for him, maybe when you look at it that way. But I just think it comes with like a sixty million price tag, and I just can't see why it's uh, why it's that high myself. 
Well, just to chip in with that, a, a rumour that's come out today um, is that United are re-looking at their previous player, Memphis Depay, um, a player that obviously mm. signed for United in the past under Van Aal, didn't play to the level that was expected of him, left relatively shortly, been playing with Barcelona for the last couple of seasons and very well and has been instrumental in mm. Netherlands' sort of rebirth over the last few years after their sort of, well, they, they went off the radar a bit in international football, didn't they? So, yeah. again, Ten Hag system could work. What, what you, you know what? I'm, I'm, not against, I'm not against that at all. I'm not. I It was it was dealt a raw deal at United the first time round. It, it, it was, um, was he under Mourinho? Uh, I thought it was Van Aal, but yeah, it might be Mourinho. And it just wasn't for him, that system. It, Mourinho was so dogged, scrappy. Isn't, they were never going to play good football under Mourinho. And he was just one of them uh, flair players that, you know, if someone like an Anthony was in that side, he'd have done exactly the same. They wouldn't have thrived at all. So I wouldn't be against that. If the price is right, I wouldn't be against uh, him going back to United and getting a second second chance at it because I do think he is a quality player. Yeah. A couple of other players. Is he players an out-and-out striker, though? Is he an out-and-out striker? Yeah, he has, it, it has been. Yeah, he didn't play in that sort of position when he was there before. But certainly, while he's been at Barca and yeah, Netherlands over not, the last few years, played, he's been he won't have played there this season for Barca, though, will he? They're all no. similar players, aren't they? Marshall, Rashford, exactly, and that's Sancho, my point. I know what you mean. Depay yeah. and on Jao Felix, and yeah, they're all they forward players. But they're forward players that, for me, would work, you know, on the wing or in the hole. Or you know, I, I have made a case for Rashford up top, <laughs> and, and I stick by that. But yeah, I don't think Depay is, is as much as what United need as a striker. And yeah, I not. sort of think that Liverpool have, have done the sort of same thing. I think Cody Gakpo is an unbelievable footballer, and we saw that in the World Cup with bags of potential. But I think Liverpool needed a centre mid, yeah, and United so a striker. Yeah, and neither of them really need what Cody Gakpo is. So that's that's the way I see United at the moment, and I think yeah, it's a good sign, and it's definitely a steal for Liverpool. And do you think yeah, they jumped in to save I United? Think it's be some decent cover. No, I think they've they've jumped in because they know Luis Diaz is injured, so they need cover there. I think it's good cover, but I think at the same time they needed a centre mid more, and you've got to think that thirty five million pounds come out of their transfer budget now. Can thirty five million pound of that being spent on a centre midfielder? Mm. Possibly another couple of names linked for United because you're right, Sam, in terms of that, that strike role, especially now Ronaldo's left, that seems to be the main focus in January. Uh, Benfica and Portugal st- star uh, Goncalo Ramos, who famously scored that hat-trick after oh, replacing okay. uh, Ronaldo. I think after, a very good show. Yeah, and also Juventus and Serbia forward Dusan Vlahovic, who I personally would love to see at United if we're talking out-and-out strikers. Saw him a little bit of Fiorentina before his move to Juventus. I've not really seen much of him while he's played for Juventus, to be honest. But Is he quite old? Record... No, no, not at all. He's 22. mid-20s. Oh, oh, right, OK. He's 22, what, yeah. What, yeah, Vlahovic? Um, yeah, he just seems like he's yeah. been around for ages because he's been yeah, he bagging does. goals for ages. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's, I think, he's, he's I think that's a really player. good shout for United as well because Juventus are in a little bit of a, a tricky time at the moment. I know the vast majority of their board of directors, including your man, Sam Nedved, um, <laughs> stepped down from the club in recent weeks. So I think, you know, the, there's there's no doubt that that move probably would be attractive to uh, to a player like Vlahovic. And I think, Dawson, you made a really good point there. And I didn't think about him, actually. I think that would be a fantastic signing for United and one that they desperately need because it's not just a striker to go in you know, and, and play most of the games. They also need a striker as backup. I think they need two strikers, yeah. to be quite yeah. honest with you. 
probably. So, Marshall could, yeah. could play that role. He, he has impressed under Ten Hag's system. I know, again, as is the norm for him, he's, he's missed the odd game or the odd few games with, with niggling injuries. He didn't play at the World Cup. He didn't go to, to the World Cup with France. So he's had a chance to rest. What that will mean moving forward, we'll, we'll see over the next few games and next few weeks. But yeah, those names certainly aren't going to make United any worse. But if we're talking pure out-and-out strikers, and Kemp, you're absolutely right to mention Juventus' behind-the-scenes situation at the minute, could really give United the chance to get a quality striker at that level in January. On a good deal. For, for, a good for, deal. Yeah, for not such not an outrageous price. So. Yeah. And you look at the uh, signing that... that Arsenal are trying to make the. Uh, I think he's Ukrainian. The Ukrainian lad. Yeah. Um. I think they Some today have had like a, right right side of midfield. Tends yeah. To, I think team. I think today they've had a fifty-five million pound bid rejected. Um. And uh, his club are valuing the player at eighty-five million. So you know, Nickel. Oh, uh, Shakhtar. It's Shakhtar Donetsk, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, where he's coming from, and yeah, sixty million euros. I think is the fee. Um, they get a lot of they get a lot of money for their players that perform. Fred played for them before. He, oh yeah, I think United my point is, a lot is of money that, for him. yeah, and I think my point is is that United don't want to be in that position. They were in that position with Sancho for so long. You know, United need to prove that they're competent at keeping deals on the down low and literally only announcing or letting or letting the media. You know, they need to prove that though that letting the media know last minute when the deal's basically done, and hopefully they can they can get a couple of deals done before. Uh, the end of the window because I think they need it. Yeah, Aggie, have you got anyone in mind, mate? I'm gonna probably absolutely butcher his name, but the name that I've seen linked, and I think Skulls mentioned it first of all, is Christopher and Kunku. I thought oh, he was yeah. yeah. toenails then. He's signed for Chelsea, honey. That's done. That'll yeah. that'll go through in the summer. I was gonna say that's one that I've heard, but Chelsea. Like you mentioned, with mentioning it to the media and allowing people to know about a couple Who's of these players before on snacks. What? what did you say? Did you actually? Oh, you said mention. So I thought you. I thought you were actually saying mention. My speech isn't oh, half Tim as bad as you're making it out. <laughs> Wait, fucking feet out. So, so I <laughs> sit here quiet for about twenty minutes, letting you all speak. And as soon as I say something, you give me another sorry. reason to stay sorry. quiet for the next right. fucking twenty. Go on, mate, no, Ian, I'm not. I'm not apologised after that intro you give me. I'm still. Uh, I'm not still asking for an apology, there. mate. I've told you this is what will happen throughout the call. Uh, the call. The, the, what you sell. show yeah the show throughout the show I said this is what will happen which is why I gave you the introduction that I gave you um, on, Chelsea what's, as well what's, what's his name who's called oh and Koku yeah yeah and Chelsea Koku, signed yeah. him mate it'll, it'll be yeah. official in the summer they've also Just agreed the... from what I'm understanding a deal for Enzo Fernandez. Who... No, no, no. You see, I've seen differently than that. And this right, is where okay. our sources will uh, will change. Uh, it got a £120 million euro... Uh, pound euro? Nice. €120 <laughs> million euro, uh, release clause on him. Um, and I think Chelsea are hesitant. Yes, they are hesitant to pay that. So unless Chelsea want to fork out €120 million euro for a player that is a relative unknown, I'd say, at this point still, I think it would be fair to say. They have bid 115, aren't I didn't realise they bid 115. Yeah, I the, thought the, they'd the, said no. No, they've made the offer of 115, but Ben Fikran got back to him on it, yeah. Right, okay. Well, that's new They're to busy. me. That's interesting, yeah. Well, Aggie, uh, just to, I know we're talking about transfers because the transfer window is open, but your boys, Chesterfield, shout out to Modu, will uh, no doubt turn the volume up on this section to hear this, but <laughs> National League doesn't have a transfer window, but as it stands... Uh, Chesterfield sit 
uh, 11 points behind Notts County with two games in hand and uh, seven points behind Wrexham with a game in hand. So there's a bit of a gap that's starting to build between Chesterfield and those two top sides. Is there any sort of positions that you think you need to sort of really start looking at strengthening sooner rather than later if you're going to start pushing for that automatic promotion spot? Yeah, striker. Shamanga hasn't been the same since he came back from injury, and it's one of them sort of injuries where it either makes he's the play. Shawadi Wadi. See, yeah, he's he's not really got back at all from that injury. It's since in I had a word with him at Nuffield and said he'd he'd got me promotion with Southend, it had gone to his head and he's not come back same. Exactly. Yeah. And funnily enough, as you mentioned that as a joke, it was actually like shortly after the old Birmingham saga that it, it seems actually, to have taken yeah. a downward spiral. And, I don't think he's putting less effort in, but there's certain challenges that now he's trying to knock the ball past the player and he's not putting that sort of extra effort in to get to the challenge anymore, possibly for yeah. a worry of being injured. And you know when you get an injury that takes you out for about 11 months, it's always going to have that sort of... It's always going to be in the back of your head. And I think we need a striker that's going to be able to come out there and, and score us goals to keep us extremely competitive with County and Wrexham. I can't see us yeah. keeping up with them. I think eventually they're going to push on and I think Wrexham will probably win the league if... Uh, Langstaff does leave Notts County in January. I think he's got football league sides looking at him already, which doesn't surprise me at all. So I think Wrexham yeah. will go on and win the league. I think it'll be us in Notts County second and third. I still think we'll be considerably further ahead than some of the other sides in the playoffs. But then as it comes to playing the playoffs, it's just like you say, isn't it? Your favourite phrase, any given Sunday. And it, anything can happen in the playoffs. So I'd, I'm not fully confident. But we do need a striker and we need somebody that's going to be able to score us goals. And unfortunately, with the amount we're paying other players at the moment, we aren't in a position to be able to fork out money to convince somebody to drop down from League Two to the National League to score us plenty of goals, pretty much like Wrexham are. Why do birds suddenly appear? Just in the just on the nature of well, I tell you I say on the nature of the blues. Um, Have you got your big plate, Alan? A team that's alive and well rather than a dead team in the National League. It's also been re- released today that um, it looks as though Chelsea is signing um, Benoit Badashile from Monaco, centre-back. Benoit Blanc. 35 mil. Benoit Blanc. butchered his name too badly. But yeah, it looks like he's going in as well um, to, to bolster their defence. So I think if, you know, Nkunku, Badashile... And, and a few other uh, announcements get made by uh, by Chelsea. I think there's a another Fafana coming in as well from Mulder, David Fafana. Mm. They're spending, to aren't they? Their ranks. So uh, I think hopefully um, it's going to be a good window for Chelsea fans and and for for Chelsea themselves because I think personally they're the side in the you know the the in the, in brackets top six that um that, that need to do the most business and it looks like they've started uh, started hot so definitely keeping an eye on Chelsea this uh, this transfer window that answers the uh, question that I was going to ask you about what side you think needs to do um a lot of business during business. January yeah skin what about yeah, it's you it's got to be Chelsea yeah it's got to be Chelsea and answered that question mate they they've been in shock and form Potter's come in new owners have come in this is his first transfer window i believe he he joined well, it was it was just towards the end, weren't it? That I think he he joined, or or just after. It was just after. I think Aubameyang so. didn't he sign to go and play for Tuchel, and then they got rid of him like a day or two later. Yeah, that that was that's right. Yeah, so his first transfer window, we'll we'll see. But yeah, out of the sort of bigger sides, they're they're definitely the ones that need a big focus on this window. Quick question, Aggie: Have you got a Premier League team that you sort of keep half an eye on, or you would class as like your Premier League team? Like a lot of 
people that support sort of the lower league teams, they do have that sort of top team. Soft or, spot. Yeah, a bit of a soft spot for. I don't really, if I'm honest with you. No, that, sorry. Um, go fuck myself. No, oh no, I'm Sam's afraid soft not. spot for United went when Derby obviously weren't a lower league team, but now they are, it seems to be coming back a little bit as well. I think Sam's definitely, you know, affiliation with Man United is definitely coming back because obviously he does need a side that's, you know, plays professional football. He's not got that at the minute, has he? So, oh, wow. I'm <laughs> sorry, mate. I'm sorry. Wow, Everyone come from. So uh, let's move on to. I've got two words for you, Kemp. Carlos Tevez. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two words for you, Sean Bean. Oh, bastard! <laughs> from the picket line he wears last year. Loved it. Right, let's move on to discuss this week's locks of the week. Oh, and here we go. Wild the cards. main event. There we go. Um, I did spin the wheel earlier. We'll stick with the same results for both football and the NFL locks, which means up first this week is Mr. Kemp. Oh, Oh, man with the mic. Okay, so my lock. Oh, I got three to choose from because I didn't think it was going to be first. I think I'm going to go with Liverpool. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Friday night against Leicester, yeah? Not I'm just taking everyone's. Yeah, it's the the Friday night game against Leicester. Um, Leicester, uh, ha- yeah, Leicester looked a little bit better going uh, into the international break, um, but but unfortunately, their most recent performance against Newcastle, who are a decent team, but they looked pretty woeful, and Liverpool really did come out the traps. So if they can, you know, especially if if they do get Gappo over the line, he won't be playing because I don't think he'll be registered in time, but. Hopefully that'll give them a bit of a boost, and uh, and Liverpool I think will uh, will take the comfortable win. So Liverpool are my luck of the week. He won't be registered in time for Friday. He can't move until Sunday. That's what I he? just said. That's what I just said. He Holy won't be registered shit. in time. Right. Oh my right. god! How's Jeno going on? Sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> like he's he's criticizing me for saying something that I said. You don't think he'll be registered? In time. <laughs> he won't. He definitely well, yeah, won't well, be registered. Yeah, right, Kemp, uh, Kemp definitely implied that he then. would be signed, but not registered in time. So Thank I'm with Aggie on this one. No, I'm with Aggie. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> no, you, you you implied he won't be registered in time with the team, but won't right, be registered well, in time. He won't be registered in time. So why does it make any difference? Why does it make any difference if he's signed? I understand. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying I understand why Aggie asked that follow-up. I've had enough. Sam, I know how you feel now, mate. I've had enough. It's all good. It's all good. Um, Liverpool on Friday. I'm a pariah. (laughs) Second on the list is Skin. Right. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's all right, mate. I don't. I've got yours. Uh, for my lock of the week, and Sam, you say fuck's sake, mate, but I've I've not let you down so far. Chesterfield were my. <laughs> I knew it. I knew Chesterfield. They were. My, they're not. They're not my pick. My, they were my backup <laughs> in case my first choice was taken. Uh, I picked Chesterfield recently, and they didn't let me down. They did win that week, so shut your fucking mouth. Um, but this week, you I pick am going... because you can see them from outside your front door, you lazy cunt. That's why you <laughs> can hear them. I, I can hear them, mate. I don't have to check score. I just hear that they've scored. Um, I am going Monday afternoon, new uh, 2nd of January, top of League 2 Stevenage. Oh, sorry, second in League Two, Stevenage, should I say, to beat bottom of League Two, Gillingham. So Good that pick. is my pick. Yeah, reasonings for that. Stevenage at home this season have played 11 games and taken 28 points from that. They've scored 20 goals and only conceded five. Gillingham's away form, they have taken four points from 10 away games. They've only scored two goals away all season. 
uh, and conceded 13. And current form, Stevenage in the last five games have scored seven, only conceding one. And Gillingham haven't scored in their last eight ga- uh, sorry, last five games, conceding eight and only taking a point. So I think that for me is the lockest of locks uh, for this weekend. Stevenage against Gillingham on Monday afternoon. Nice one. Next up is Sam. Ew. So I am going to go Manchester City at home to beat Everton. Nice. Um, I, I haven't gone any research whatsoever because I had Liverpool and I did have a backup as Newcastle to beat Leeds, but then I've just from seen Man City to beat Everton at home. Don't know why I'm babbling, but um, I need a lock to come in this week, boys. So yeah, you're I've, desperate. Uh, I've got to back City at home to beat Everton. Please, yeah. please give it me. <laughs> you can have it, mate. Look, it's, the luck is the result that you're most confident in. You took uh, Liverpool were taken. Man City's your backup. Aggie, last to go for the second week in a row? Uh, yeah, I did have Man City to beat Everton. Yes! I'm going to go for my uh, backup, which is Chelsea to win away at Notts Forest. Oh, for fuck's sake. He loves the away game, doesn't he? It doesn't bother me with really. Ray upsets me on a bit slip and away game as well. Yeah. So it's Chelsea and all. Yeah, early kickoff and away. Look. Just leave it, don't you? I don't think it's early kickoff. I think I'll be all right. Now. I think it's no, saying don't back the early kickoff as a rule. Oh right, sorry. I thought you meant it was. No, that's no. fair. Um, no, to win away against Notts Forest, who were absolutely dreadful against Man United at the weekend. Chelsea won two 0 against Bournemouth. I thought they played some decent football as well, considering the fact they don't have an out and out striker. I think going up against Forest, they'll have enough to beat them. Um, but if it doesn't come in, I'll apologise to nobody. You'll reimburse me. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <The full 10 laughs> pounds. I'll reimburse you. <laughs> me going last means that I get to go first, though, for the scorer. Um, and I'm stuck between two. And I think I'm going to go for Harry Kane to score ooh, for Spurs ooh, at home to Aston Villa. I think it goes under the radar a little bit of just how many he's scoring because everyone's eyes are on Erling Haaland. Harry Kane is the second top goal scorer in the Premier League with 13 goals in 16 games. So I think against Aston Villa, I think he'll be all right to uh, to get one or two. So I'm going to go with Harry Kane. Sam? Yeah, and I'm just going with the guy you've just mentioned because I am sweating it this week because <laughs> I need I need some uh, need some results to come my way. So I'm going Haaland. Yeah, fucking prick. Here my fucking here my pick. Holland at home against Everton. 18 Premier League goals in 13 appearances. Uh, that is my scorer this weekend. Thank you. Dickhead. Okay, uh, Skin? Oh, yes, I'm next. I thought... Um, I f- no, Kemp's next, isn't he? Nope. Oh, no, Kemp, he no, was yeah, So sure. I'm fine. Uh, therefore, I am going to go to the game in which Kemp has picked his lock, Liverpool versus Leicester, and I am taking Mohamed Salah as my uh, lock for the scorers this week. Nicely done. Kemp? I am going to go with Mitrovic. Uh, my my scorer this week. Haaland was my first choice. Mitrovic was my backup. Um, he scored uh, over the weekend. He's, he's had a fantastic season so far. Southampton, who Fulham are playing against, I believe, are bottom of the league and have conceded 30 goals this season so far. So, yeah, and Fulham are having a great season. Um, so I think Mitrovic will be a lock as a goal scorer. That's a fair shout. Um, 10 yeah, it's over to you now for wildcard camp. My wildcard of the week. I'm picking this one on a bloody hope and a prayer. Uh, Swansea City at home against Burnley. It's, it's not for any reason. Oh. It's not for any reason more than really than I hope Burnley slip up so that Sheffield United can go top of the league. 
So my wild card of the week <clears throat> is Swansea City at home. Nice. Skin? Uh, I have based this on Bucky's favourites and I was surprised to see this, so I'm going to take a shot. But my wild card this weekend is Bournemouth to beat Crystal Palace. All right. I'm surprised that's uh, Bournemouth. I'm surprised that's uh, Bournemouth on Bournemouth favourites. Bournemouth at home. Yeah, Palace at Bucky's favourites. Wow. That's a weird one. Oh, yeah. I thought so. Count, so uh, you can have it. Sam? I don't know about anybody else, but I've really struggled this week to pick um, to pick I struggled. anything, really. Even like, we're going to talk about NFL later, but even in NFL, I really struggled to pick a lock. The only and... thing I couldn't struggle and <laughs> didn't struggle with this week is is the locks for football. I feel like there's quite a few teams that are playing. I mean, we've just all picked locks there that I think we're fairly comfortable with in terms of wins. So that's, that's the only one that I'm not too... Yeah worried about but everything else yeah it's, it's not been it's not been too easy I don't think I do agree with you on that one mm, yeah so I'm gonna go with let me just double check I'm gonna go with MK Dons to beat Peterborough away so okay MK Dons are currently 21st in the league Peterborough eighth however MK Dons have won the last two and they've only lost one in the last four Peterborough have lost four out of the last five not winning any of any of them so I'm going to go Peterborough to lose at home to MK Dons. What uh, what day is that? Because all I can see for MK Dons is they're playing on Sunday away to Plymouth. Oh, don't do it to me. Don't do it to me. Let me have a look. And they're not playing Friday, so I'm not sure. They're playing. They're oh, they're playing tomorrow, aren't they? Shite. Um, let me. Oh, was it Thursday? At... Yeah. I've yeah. Just, uh, let, let me. I'm scrambling there. Eh. I think I've picked another wrong one and all. My backup, I think I've picked for Borough to beat Blackburn away. I think they're playing tomorrow and all. Uh, they are fucking hell. Right, just while we're on the subject, just before, you, just before you go on with yours, uh, Adam, hmm. you've just mentioned there, and again, I don't, I'm, I'm not very good when it comes to knowing which odds are greater for which team when they're not like drastic, if that makes sense, when it's close. So I've got on Skybet here. Did you have... Bournemouth beating Crystal Palace, Dawson. Is that right? I did, mate, yeah. Bournemouth on Skybet, this is on Skybet, are 15 to 8. Crystal Palace is 6 to 4. So you had Bournemouth winning, right? Yeah. Now, so I don't want the pa- bit to be a pa- silence. Well, Palace would be favourites because if they're 6 to 4, you double both of that. That's 12 to 8, which is a lower odds than 15 to 8. Right. Okay. I did Got say it. that I didn't. I did say that I didn't really know that well. <laughs> well, there you go. I've explained it. To it, is, you. it is close, though. That, to be fair, and I don't it think it's actually a bad pick because I think the only reason Palace lost over the weekend is because they got two men sent off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a good pick, and uh, like I say, I'm, I think I need to just just go to school a little bit for my uh, for my odds. Uh, <laughs> Adam, while we're waiting for Sam, if he's not ready. No, no, it's good, mate. Thank you very much for that. You've uh, you give me enough time to go and pick one. So I'm going to pick yeah, Brighton yeah. to oh, beat Arsenal. Off. Off. Now I've Ooh. got to find one. You are. That was my shout. first one, and Middlesbrough Blackburn were my backup, so I need to find oh. something else now. Yeah, oh, Middlesbrough. Why? No, no one's got Middlesbrough Blackburn. No, it's the same mistake as what I just did. Yeah, Sam, so, take it down, mate. 
I've got absolutely nothing to break it down. You fucking know that. <laughs> Adam, 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 break it down for why Sam's just gone yeah. Brighton. T- tell, me why, tell me why I've just picked Brighton. I think Brighton are a good side. I think with, like, I'm going to go back on everything I've said about how Arsenal are still going to win this league. Yeah, and exactly I still think, same. despite the fact that Brighton are going to win this game this weekend, Arsenal are still going to win the league. I think Brighton are a very good side that will have a lot of confidence knowing the fact they're in seventh place. They're going up against a, a little bit of an injury hit Arsenal side. They struggled to begin with against West Ham. Like I say, Brighton will be full of confidence and they know that with a win, they can close the gap on the top four, but also break themselves into the top six as well. Tell you what though. Confident um, now, Sam? No, I'm not. I'm definitely not confident. <laughs> Martin Odegaard was absolutely class against West Ham, by the way. Yeah, he's and you've a seen, very good season. Yeah, just, just, seen to, any uh, just before we do, do jump on to, to the next bit, it was confirmed uh, 11 minutes ago as we record that Cody Gakpo has been announced by Liverpool. So there you go. Nice. Happy yeah. days. And uh, just while we buy Aggie a little bit of time, uh, just to let you lads know in case you're not keeping an eye on it, City yeah. lead leads 1-0, just kicked off yes. in the second half. Rodri, Rodri scored. Just before, yeah. yeah, just before half-time. That is correct. Yeah, so. and uh, just, just to keep you all up to date on how I, I keep my... Um... My locks going. I was just doing them as we go along on my betting app. Um, just again, giving Aggie a bit more time. Currently, the fourfold stands at two point seven nine to one, so it's a very low, very low yes. acre for a fourfold. That's what a lock should look like, to be honest. It shouldn't really ever, go, in my opinion, shouldn't really ever go above hundred to one for yeah. for for eight locks. So yeah, it's you know just shy of three to one. But obviously, we're going to have another four teams to that when we pick our NFL locks. So yeah, I'll keep you updated with that. Aggie, have you got a wild card for football this weekend? Yeah, similar to Sam, there's absolutely no logic behind me picking this, but I'm going for Portsmouth (laughs) to beat Ipswich. We seem to break it down. We seem to go. With, yeah, I'll do my best. <laughs> we seem to be going for Ipswich a lot, and they seem to be one of those Jekyll and Hyde sides that just can't seem to reach I wish any you'd sort of my form. Hide. Well, there you go. You oh. can't seem to reach any sort of form, and Portsmouth, uh, I think, have lost one in the last four, and with games in hand. They're five points off the playoffs and they have three games in hand over some of these sides. So I think Portsmouth, although the fixture congestion will eventually catch up with them, I think for now we'll have an eye on Aggie, that playoff position. Aggie, yes. Aggie, I'm going to fucking slap you, mate. What? When do Portsmouth play Ipswich? Oh, mate, don't. No way. Oh, Fuck off. No, no way. Is that done again? Thursday. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I'm just looking at signs. Ag. This is ridiculous. Get Why your fucking... Well, you got teletext up. Get a fucking app, man, where it's listed by date. I'm on BBC Sport at the moment looking. I'm just trying to find a side that's, like, not high up in the league. Um, No fucking wonder you got it wrong if you're on BBC Sport. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck my ass. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What Villa away at Spurs? Um, Let me have a look. What are we going to go for? Don't give it Um, in. Let him do it. it. Kemp, what did you have for tea, mate? (laughs) Uh, I've not had anything yet. Oh, I've, what been, you I've just been, I don't know. I'd, I don't know if I'm going to have anything because I've just been snacking all day on, yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah. just sandwiches Best. and over, you know, leftovers and stuff. And yeah, how so, about curry, yeah. by the way? How about curry? Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it was lovely. Thank oh, you. Lovely. You. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it the other day, actually. Oh, oh, I, I always say like that. You know. 
Kemp's Christmas tradition. There's Christmas Eve Miller and Carter, Christmas Day the usual, and then Boxing Day a turkey curry using leftover turkey. Do you mind if I ask um, what's uh, what's what's your seasoning? You know what? Oh, what's recipe? Yeah, just a couple of you know a couple of herbs and spices that goes on turkey. Oh Jesus Christ! Now you're talking, aren't you? God. And the thing is, as well, you're really you're really making me struggle because I literally follow a Jamie Oliver recipe literally by the book. Okay. Get book. Get book. Read us. I'll still be picking. No, we've got. I'll still pick Thursday, right? I've got one. I've got one. You find. I'll be cooking at least Boxing Day curry. Yeah. Just just on the on City. City two 0 Erling's just bagged. Just scored. Yeah. Oh my boy. It's funny you should say I'm going to pick Leeds because I am going to pick Leeds to win at Newcastle on on Saturday. To let Grealish in there and set up Haaland, you probably won't be picking Leeds. Look, mate, I, I haven't, I haven't seen the pass. I've picked two teams that are playing <laughs> on Thursday night. I'm clutching at straws. I'm going to go for Leeds to beat Newcastle. It. Don't put your money on it, but there you go. That's what Happy I'm going days. with. Uh, it's got to be the least convincing wildcard I've ever had <laughs> in my entire life. It's up there, isn't it? If it happens, though, I'll take a lot of credit on Monday, so it's absolutely fine. Um, right, absolutely. we will move on to be discussing week 17 of the NFL oh, season. penultimate. Here we, Here we go. go. It is. Welcome back to episode 17 of Loaded Sport. Come and get your bum day. Bam. Yeah, crack on. And there goes the listeners that we did have. Week 17, week penultimate 17. week of the regular season. It's heating up. We're almost at the best weekend of the year, lads, and that's wildcard weekend. Oh, two weeks away. We are, and there's been plenty of news just before the season is due to end. We'll start with JJ Watt's retirement. Now, you guys oh. will know a lot more about his time in Houston than I will. I think I saw him for oh. one season in Houston before what he moved to uh, moved to the Cards. So, yeah, Skin, we'll, we'll start with you. What? Well, it, yeah, Sam said it best. What a man, a, a, a player that. Texans fans absolutely rinsed the organization when they took him 11th overall, I think it was, or it, it was just inside or just outside the top 10 yeah, when they drafted him. Yes, out of uh, out of Sam's hometown, uh, Wisconsin <laughs> or home state, uh, Wisconsin. No, I'll take college. hometown, mate, it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and yeah, he, he was absolutely phenomenal in his prime. Injuries over the years. Like any player playing at that level in that sport, it, it, you know it's not it's not the uh, gentlest of things on the on the body. But what a player! Three time defensive player of the year, sack leader year on year. Just yeah, teams couldn't handle him despite playing in a defense that wasn't that great. They had very good players, you know, when uh, when JJ Watt was in his prime, but was by no means a, a top tier defense. And yeah, he. he he was fantastic. There's not really too much more I can say. He he will be. I know Sam, you mentioned this, and I'm sure you'll you'll rebring it up. But I'd probably put him in my top three, if not top three, definitely top five uh, non-Patriots defensive players, my, my favourites. So 
yeah, he's fantastic. And and one thing that I'll always remember when Houston was hit by the hurricane that they had a few years ago, he started a fundraiser with the hope of raising, I think it was a few hundred thousand dollars, and he ended up raising tens and tens and tens of millions. And that just really highlighted the kind of attachment that he had to that city and that state, the attachment that they had to him and, and what kind of man that he was. So, yeah, for, for all the accolades that he won and for all the phenomenal plays and games that he won almost single-handedly, it will always be that fundraiser and how he reacted and how he really helped out that city in the in the biggest time of need that will that will stick with me for years after he's retired. So yeah, um, he announced his retirement earlier this week, saying that he's played his last NFL home game. He's going to go now and enjoy his retirement with his wife, who is a professional soccer player, and his young child. And yeah, it, fair play to him. What a player! As Sam said, what a man and yeah, happy retirement. Yeah, yeah. and I'll, I'll echo what you said there, Dawson. I mean, I've got his stats in front of me. Three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, five first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler, you know, two-time NFL sack leader. The list goes on and on and on. But I think that the thing that a lot of the fans will remember him for is, is that fundraising that he did. And he was awarded the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award for that for that exact yeah. thing. And, and fully that. deserved. Fully deserved. And yeah. I think he had um, atrial fibrillation, I think, this this year, um, yeah. which I think has definitely contribute, you know, contributed to the fact that he's retiring at the end of the season. 33 years of age, so he's not ridiculously old. Um, but yeah, I mean, an absolute legend of the of the Houston Texans organization, if if nothing else, um, probably get his his net, his jersey retired, I would imagine, and um, and and a spot in the NFL Hall of Fame, and it's it's richly yeah, it's deserved. Good, yeah. So hopefully he can uh, he can go in as a first ballot Hall of Famer, enjoy his I retirement, and uh, be down there as one of the greatest defensive players in the uh, history of the NFL. Sam. Talk well, Gordale to, 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 to save. just took absolutely everything to say about him. Uh, talk, no. talk, talk us through the heartache of, of him never wearing that Packers jersey for, for at least a season that, that you always wanted. Yeah, that's, that's something I, I always wanted. And I know a lot of Packers fans are the same. Um, being from uh, Wisconsin as he is and playing for the Badgers, I just uh, it grew up a Packers fan as well. And it, I just think when he, when he left the Texans, I just thought it was just such a perfect time for him just to go to the Packers. And uh, just have a couple of Super Bowl cracks with us, you know, a couple of Super Bowl efforts. I know we made the postseason last few year in a row. Just having him there, I think, would have been unreal, absolutely unreal. I know he's been plagued with injuries and he's uh, got a bad back, bless him, which is uh, one of the reasons why he's retiring. But yeah, I've always wanted him as a as a Green Bay back. He is my all time favourite um, defensive player who's not played not played for Green Bay. And I'm, I'm glad Kent brought it up about the Walter Payton Man of the Year because like, you can bet diamonds that the three um, Defensive Player of the Year awards he won probably meant nothing to him as much as winning that Walter Payton Man of the Year award just yeah. for, the, for his efforts on that uh, that hurricane. So, yeah, what a man. Absolutely. There's been some news released as well regarding quarterback changes ahead of the final two games of the season. We'll start with the situation in Vegas, and that is that Derek Carr will not be starting this weekend. Um, since we've gone from skin to Sam, we'll start Sam this time. Um, your thoughts on Derek Carr? Come back, Devante. Come back, baby. You know it <laughs> makes sense. You know it makes sense. That's uh, The only reason he's gone over there, bless him, is to play with his old college teammate, Derek Carr. 
and <laughs> it's been dropped already, and it looks like they're probably going to move on from him in the in the, the off season, which is a, a massive slap in the face for Adams. Uh, yeah, he's just it's not really. He's never really blew us away, has he? Uh, Carr, Derek, I can't say David Carr, but it's his brother, uh, Derek Carr. He's, he's always been a pretty middle-of-the-road quarterback that's been able to throw it deep, but he's always got a turnover, turnover in him. And, yeah, that's essentially what's cost him the, the starting gig in, in Vegas. Kemp, anything to add? No, nothing nothing particularly to add to that. I think Jared Stidham has, has earned his shot for me. He's, he's, he's always looked like he's he's a pretty promising player when you've seen him suit up. Um, I think it's a good opportunity for him to start for the remainder of the year. Um, Carr is out for this season. Is he out for good? Um, it's that, that's that's the main question for me. Obviously, he's not going to be suiting up for the rest of this season, but how does his future in, in, in Las Vegas look going forward? Because I don't think it's cut and dry that you know, they're just going to give Stidham a chance and give Carr a bit of a rest. So uh, it's going to be a very interesting off-season and I wouldn't be surprised to see Derek Carr suit up for another franchise next year. Mate, you were fucking shit at Patriots. Dawson's going to try yeah. and say it. Dawson's no, 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 surprised no, no, me no, that. No, no, I know you kept calling him Studham. And he, yeah, that was, it, it was ironic, mate. <laughs> okay, I'll let you off. He was fucking, he was shit for Patriots. I don't think he's ever looked particularly good. I'm not sure. I've, I've seen bits of him, but I also saw bits in Davis Webb as well, so. There, there you go. Um, and it calls uh, DJ the GOAT. DJ yeah. is the GOAT. <laughs> I'm going to stick with uh, starting with Sam on this one because it, after oh. the discussion yeah, sorry, we had... Mate, I didn't want to say it anyway. Oh, you wanted to... Okay, you had about Derek Carr then. No, no, it's fine, mate. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not welcome to. Right, Sam, I'm going to come across to you, first of all, to ask you this question because last week we spoke about the outside chance that Green Bay have of making it into the playoffs. Well, mm-hmm. it was announced earlier this week that yep. um, Wentz will be starting for the Commanders for the remainder of this season, providing there's no injuries... What are your thoughts on Wentz starting for the Commanders? Do you think that makes it an easier opportunity for Green Bay to, to make it in and Washington only get that one win that you need? Good King Wentzless less. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, you know what, actually? I think it's going to make it a bit harder for us. And I know people are going to say it's shit. And it is shit, let's be fair. But it's it's just always stuck with me that he has had that one MVP calibre season. And I just always think in the back of my mind, is this where he turns it on a bit? And I think it might, I think it might put the commanders in a better position to win the last two than than if Heineke would. It, Wentz has been there and done that and and gotten the, He's the got Eagles. that experience in the mm. in the deep end, yeah. In the, in, okay. yeah, deep into December, deep in the cavities of December. Um, how's that not got? Mm, by the way. Because um, <laughs> that even like. <laughs> I'm joking there. Uh, no, um, I I think it decreases Green Bay's chances. Funnily enough, I think that might be an unpopular opinion as well. Uh, we I need commanders to lose what one of the final one of two, two. Don't you? That's part one of, of it. Yeah. I do want to one. ask as well about the the playoff situation because you explained to me that you play Detroit. Obviously, Washington need to uh, lose one of the two. Um, Just for the Giants. record, the commanders have got the Browns and the Cowboys. There you Both go. So it's it's realistic they could lose at least one, maybe mm-hmm, yeah. the Cowboys. The Giants would need to lose two for you to be able to get in the playoff position there. I'm not quite sure. This is a genuine question because I don't understand all the head-to-heads and everything. Okay. We are currently above you in the standings. How does us having results not affect you getting into the playoffs? 
That's the Seattle Seahawks being ahead of Green Bay. Yeah, Packers, sorry, Seahawks. Yeah. That doesn't know who I so, support. So you're not above us. So we've both got a tied record. We're both on both on seven and eight. Um, I think we have a better divisional record than you, which right. would be the tiebreaker when two teams haven't played each other. Yeah. Um, so right. that would that would be why the Packers and the, yeah we've got we've got identical records. You haven't you're not above us. We're both on seven and eight now. Right, so no, it's it, just when we, I've seen it laid out, it, it's us above you, but if there's nothing like... Yeah, it's not, behind, when like, it's in the hunt, it's not a specific yeah. ranking. Okay, fair, yeah, fair, fair. No, that's right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, all, all we need to do, just the bottom line is we need to win that out against the Vikings and the Lions, which is, uh, don't take that for granted at all, because I know that's, that's no easy feat, uh, but then yeah. we also need Washington to at least lose once against the Browns or the Cowboys, which I do think will happen. I do think that will definitely happen. It's just a matter of if we can win out or not. Um, and for us to make it, we need the exact same as what you need, but also you to lose. Exactly. Yeah, right. you need one more. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that Miami game was a big game for us. Really big game away yeah, in yeah, Miami yeah. Um, against a really good football team. I know they're on the back of lost three against three really competitive teams in re- three really competitive games, actually. But... It was one that I thought, if you know, earmarked that game. If you can win that game in Miami, then there's no, absolutely no reason why we can't win our last two games, both at home against two divisional rivals who they've both beaten us this season. Lions and Vikings have both beaten us this season. So we have every reason to have a chip on our shoulder going into that game and, and a point to prove in both of these games to think that those two teams cannot roll us over for the season. And I, and I, you, you you know if, if Green Bay do beat the Vikings, I know I'm looking a game ahead here. If Green Bay do beat the Vikings, you have to be confident going into that last game at home against the it's Lions. It's going to be an interesting conversation this time next week, isn't it? When we're absolutely. going through our individual games. Yeah, save absolutely. It, save it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to, we've got to talk about Vikings first. Save that for next week. But... Yeah, it's um, it's 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 heating up nicely. And I know about five, I think about maybe not even five weeks. I think about three weeks ago, I says. Scrap everything. Wait, wait to go for next season. But I just think now that we're here and with this close to it, I didn't think it would be possible to be honest with you. Mm. And I know this is me being biased. I don't care what anyone says. Nobody wants to face Green Bay in the playoffs coming in hot because that's Unless what happened. You're Niners. Unless you're the Niners, they're the only ones <laughs> I couldn't give a shit, and they'd probably batter yeah. us regardless. But uh, you know, an experienced QB in Rogers against anyone who's coming in. I know we'd would probably play it was it as it stands, would it be the be the Vikings, wouldn't it? It would be the Vikings on um on wildcard yeah, weekend. The lowest seed, yeah. Yeah, high seed versus lowest seed. So Packers Vikings, they don't want to see us in the playoffs. I know they don't, especially a divisional game. So yeah, I'm um I'm starting to get a little bit of a buzz buzz for it. Great news. Um skin just been announced at the time of this recording it looks i know we spoke off air about how close you and helena were with the super bowl um in the work fantasy football league but as uh, it's now been announced that derrick henry looks set to miss out on thursday night's game so you've got chance to change your your lock which is i'm sure for the third out of four weeks is <laughs> derrick henry it's, again. it's it's not mate it's not uh i've not picked derrick henry this week purely because dallas cowboys have a very good rush defense but yeah Seeing that news of it's likely he's out, not definitely, but likely. But, you know, how many times do we see in the news before a game they're likely to be out? It does tend to be pretty accurate when that report comes out. So, yeah, Helena having Derek Henry as her leading 
Russia. That's that's big for me. That as I head into the uh, fantasy Super Bowl. So yeah, good news for me. Not so much for Helena and anyone else out there that's got Henry starting in their in their fantasy league finals this weekend. Not good at all. That okay. Let's move on to the locks of the week. Then we will talk about our teams first. Aggie and doing our predictions. Just me, apparently. We didn't even give a prediction on the Vikings game. Let's move oh, on to yeah. discuss the teams that we support. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam, gone. Then we've just heard you talking about Green Bay, so we'll ask you for a, uh, a prediction and anything I'm, else you I'm, want to uh, add to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna die on your hill here, your hill here, and I'm not gonna give one this week. Um, I really can't call it. I I, I think they're favourites despite us being at home. Um. I just think any kind of it's going to be pretty poor weather conditions again in in Lambeau, and any kind of Packers cousins in prime time as well. It's not prime time, mate. It's twenty five past nine. It's oh, um, same thing though. Outside of six o'clock, you don't like it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to give a prediction. I I'm not. I don't. I'm not even going to say who's going to win. Sorry, I'm not doing it. Oh. I'm not doing it. Wow. I, I, bums. Uh, bums twitching a bit there. You know what I'm like for jinxing. So I'm not going to say who's going to win this time, but um, just just be sure that Justin Jefferson's going to run all over our backfield. Nice. Go on, Aggie, do the prediction for him. I'm not doing a prediction for him. I, my personal opinion is that the Vikings all win again. Um, but there you go, then that's your prediction. I'm not. I'm going Green Bay via Ooh. a very late Mason Crosby field Ooh, goal. Is it fancy odds? I feel it's like I can't you. tell you who I'm going with because it will ruin one of my later lock slash picks. Leave it then, Save it. Save it. That's fair. That's very fair. Okay, so Kemp, we'll uh, we'll go to you next for Giants Colts. Yes, the New York Football Giants are going to win the game. I think we've yeah we we had a little bit of a bit of a dip bit of a low point obviously lost again last week but that was a very very close game so uh, yeah I think we're going to get it done the Colts haven't set you know set anybody on fire this uh, this season so far so Should I think not. the uh, the Giants are going to get get the win and uh, hopefully that'll be enough to take us into wildcard week yeah. That's fair enough. That's I can't wait for next week. It's going to be the last week. Uh, we are playing the Dolphins, mate. Uh, announced earlier today that it looks like Teddy Bridgewater will be playing for the Dolphins after Tua yet again entered concussion protocol. I don't know. Historically, we've got a very good record at Gillette Stadium against the Dolphins. Dolphins are struggling for form at the moment. They've lost the last four. Um, or actually, they've lost... Uh, sorry, yeah, the last four. They are, however, all against very good teams. Um, it's tough. You all know my thoughts on the Patriots' performances this season. I've got a pick, and I've got a pick. I am going to say Dolphins by a touchdown. You guys win. There's a very real chance you could actually make it into the playoffs, still, isn't there? Yeah, I'm just still in the, the hunt, yeah. still in the hunt, but I don't know. They've not fully convinced me at all this season, as we well know. We've spoken about it enough times, as I say, playing the Bills next week as well. So it's not like they've got a, an easy game to close off the season. Um, and Bills are likely to still be playing their starters, seeing as Chiefs will have an equal record. So they'll be going for that number one seed. So, yeah, I've, I've got no confidence at all. So, yeah, Dolphins by seven. OK. Um, Seahawks against Jets. I, I, I actually feel quietly confident in this which means I'm not going to say too much about it but I do Mike feel Wells like maybe yeah, Jets by 10 he is and that's worried me a little bit but I still think we're going to have enough to 
see them off and at least yes. keep ourselves inside the uh, the hunt for the playoffs Hemp. one <laughs> one more week. Um, I'm not going to go with the score prediction, but I'm going to say that I think we're not a four-game loss, you know, Jets. They uh, can't can't buy a win at a minute. <sighs> but again, they've been playing good sides and Mike White's back. Just by the last line. Yeah, but we've also on a three yeah, game losing streak. Yeah, but been in fucking great form. That's not how yeah. like they haven't. Jared Gospin won at top three quarterbacks in the league over the last Where's six weeks. 50 quid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if you're, if you're yeah, a playoff hopeful, you should be wanting to beat them. They lost the last Lions four. We've hopeful. lost the last three. So both teams Mike just White's as bad back. as each other. Jets by 10. Mike White throws at four, at least two touchdowns. Okay, there you go. Right, let's move on to the locks of the week. We will follow the same order that we did for the football, which means, Kemp, it's over to you. Oh, sexy. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think they're going to put my foot foot wrong for the rest of the season. I think they're going to beat the Saints comfortably this week, and I think they're going to beat the Giants comfortably next week. So the Philadelphia Eagles are my lock of the week. Sorry, Sam. It's okay. Skin. Aggie, did you say they were yours as well? They were mine, yeah. Oh, mate, Kemp's took you all out. I think, Aggie, I think you need to start doing a separate wheel for NFL just to mix it up, but we'll see. Um, My lock of the week this week is the, it's in the LA Derby. Uh, It is Los Angeles Chargers to be the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. Sam? I mean, I just want to stay on Dawson's just for a second. I mean, my, my money's going on here. Um, yeah, what's Rams, up Rams, Rams have just put up 51. Yes, I know they have, mate. Oh, dear. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Do, do you want to know my, my Do you want to know my backup? N- no, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. Um, I'm, I'm not changing my pick. I'm just saying, I had Jags as my backup, which I'm sure you all or Aggie will look at now against the Texans. But... No, I'd already got no. a backup written down. No, that's that's got a trap game written all over that. I was going to say this when when I mentioned earlier in the the episode that um, I struggled picking a lock for the NFL. This I rarely struggled to be honest with you. And I was just flicking through a couple of games, and I was looking at Titans, Cowboys. I thought, no, Patriots, Dolphins, both even. Eagles, Saints was the one I landed on. Uh, so obviously I'm going to reshuffle and I have got a backup that hasn't been chosen. And I'll tell you what, this is good as on paper. This sounds like an absolute routine Outrageous win. Luck. Yeah. No, it's, it's routine win. It sounds like, but I, I honestly don't think it is. And I'm, I'm kind of begrudging picking it and it's going to be the chiefs at home oh, against the Broncos. That's my second right now. I'm going to have to look. So the reason why I'm a bit unsure is you never know how a team responds once that head coach goes. Once the Broncos have lost their head coach now, they're all essentially, yeah. everyone's starting again. They've hit the restart button. They're all playing for the, the positions again. And they're going to, I think they're going to give the Chiefs a really tough game. But I just, I've struggled so much this week. Picky one, as I say, I, I normally, as a rule of thumb, can look at anyone who the Texans are playing and I'll back them. But they're playing the Jags and, with it being a divisional game, the Texans, as we know, can turn up for these divisional games. Look what they did against uh, what we all fancied them against the Titans, and they, and they pulled that one off. So, yeah, it's uh, all all across the board this this week. I've uh, I've really struggled for a lot, but I am going to settle on um, on Chiefs at home against the Broncos. Well, just to quickly swing back to mine for a second, while while Aggie has a yet another look, but you know, I always do my research. I take it very seriously. I pride myself on my success rate. Um, and I know you mentioned there, Rams are just coming off of that 50-plus game, but I think that is a lot due to how bad Denver are or were, as much as how good Rams were in that game. 
Broncos are in absolute shambles, as we all know. As you mentioned there, they've now fired the head coach, which we spoke about earlier in the week. Chargers uh, are hitting some form. They've won four out of the last five. They've been some decent teams or some playoff-bound teams in Miami and Titans as well. Won very comfortably against the Colts last week. And, and I think they've just got a lot of form and confidence behind them at the moment. That's why they're my uh, lock of the week. So trust me, brother. Okay, I've looked through and there's only one that I've managed to come across that's not been mentioned. And it, it's probably going out there at the moment. It's Niners to beat Raiders. Nice. Um, the fourth team in the NFL, to be fair to them. Yeah. I'm surprised no one's gone Jags. I know Texans are coming off a win and we all wanted them, but Jags were my backup um, to beat Houston. Jags are one of the informed teams in the National Football League, but Niners is a, is a great pick. You know what? I like. I, yeah, the more I'm thinking about that Niners pick, I do like it, We're, especially now that we know um, there's going to be no Derek Carr and Stidham's yeah. an absolute unknown entity. So yeah. I think it's a good pick from you, actually. That's what, that's what I'll stick with then. I'll go with that one. Um, moving on to the scorers. Not about Kemp. Kemp started. He went first oh, man, he's got Eagles, Eagles. Hasn't he? Oh, has he gone Eagles? What yeah, that's why you had to change. I've missed one then. Who have we got? Oh, I've missed Dawson's. What's, uh, what's Dawson's Char- again? Chiefs. LA Charges. Oh, no, Charges. Yeah, Rams, yeah. Of course it is. My bad. Crack on. Right. So, with my scorer, I've looked into this and I'm quite comfortable and happy with it. Now, over the last couple yeah. of weeks, I've been swearing by Jerick McKinnon. That obsession's <laughs> over. And I've turned my attention to the second best fantasy football running back option through the playoffs for fantasy football. He's second only to Saquon Barkley. He has 183 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns in his last two games. He faces the Chargers, who are allowing one touchdown per game against running backs and 124 yards on average per game to running backs. I'm going for Cam Akers. Nice. Wow. That's the choice I'm sticking with. Sam? I'm going to go from a bloke I mentioned earlier. And it's going to be Justin Jefferson nice. to score against the Green Bay Packers. He's got four touchdowns in, in in his five career games against us, and his yardage is just stupid. So I am going to go for Justin Jefferson, and a little spoiler alert is going to have something to do with my wild card as well. Nice. Uh, you good. can't go yards with picking teams. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? You, me. Skin, yeah. Uh, well, I've got a feeling I'm going to take Kemp's pick, so ha, 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 just in case. I will give a shout-out to my backup, though, uh, for reasons that will become apparent very shortly. But the, the game we mentioned there, Vikings versus Packers, Packers uh, are going to be going all out for it, as we know, with the playoff implications. Vikings tend to be a high-scoring team. I, could, I see it being a bit of a shootout game. So my backup, had my first pick been taken, would have been Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Vikings have the worst pass defence in the league. Watson has turned into a great threat for Aaron Rodgers and a great threat deep and on the outside. So, Aww. Sam, I don't know what you think about that, but he was my... Mm, uh, like it. Was yeah, my... like it. Is, is, is everything we hoped it would be when we drafted him. However, um, he did come off against the Dolphins with an injury. Yeah, He's day-to-day at the minute. Yeah, he? he's day-to-day, so we're not sure if he's going to be uh, fit to yeah. uh, start against the Vikings, unfortunately. I had that in the back of my mind, but fortunately, like I say, I don't need to go for him. And my pick this week is CMC. He's been absolutely sensational since he joined the Niners. He's stayed fit, which we said, if he could, it'll be brilliant for them. It's all worked out so far. Niners are one of, if not the informed team, 
uh, in the NFL. Absolutely sensational. And yeah, they're playing a Raiders team who are going to be low on confidence, starting their backup, dropping their mainstay quarterback and looks like a win where Niners can really, really turn the screw now and take control of the NFC or at least sort of that, that top two or three spots. So yeah, CMC is my pick this week. Okay, Kemp. You have not taken my uh, my pick. Oh, um, you love a Niners player. I thought I, thought I do. I do love a Niners player, but no, I've got I've gone for. Uh, well, seeing as though I'm last, I think I'll uh, I'll, I'll spill my guts. I was going to go with Travis Kelsey, and um, I was under the impression and under the influence that the Broncos are a dumpster fire at the moment, and and Kelsey's probably the best tight end in the league. But then I thought, you know what? That's a little bit of a boring pick. So I'm going to go with Evan Engram. He Ooh, has I like been it, mate. absolutely outstanding for the Jags this season. And yeah. if he'd have been half the player for the Jags this season as he was when he was playing for the Giants, we would be sorted at tight end position for a long time. So I'm going to go with Evan Engram. Texans are struggling, have been all season, and the Jaguars are on fire. So Evan Engram is going to be my pick. And yeah, he's my, uh, he's my touchdown scorer for the week. Okay, well. I like it. He's starting for me at tight end in my uh, in my Super Bowl, and he's been fantastic. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, he's, I'm happy he's with that. definitely had a career renaissance in the past few weeks, most definitely. There we go, Kemp. We'll stick with you for the wild card. Oh baby, I'm so glad you did. I am going to go with Sam White's Green Bay Packers. I Ooh. think all the hype and the talk is around Justin Jefferson. I think everybody thinks that the Packers are just going to roll over and die. But I agree with Dawson. I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. And I think the Green Bay Packers are going to come away with the W. So, yeah, um, my wild card is the Green Bay Packers this week. Okay. Skin? I, like Sam mentioned earlier, really, really struggled to highlight. Can I just stop? I need to stop. I need to stop because, unfortunately, we can't let Kemp have that one. Oh, okay. The reason being, the Packers are favourites. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Are they really? I, I, I wasn't 100%, so I thought while I'm on the betting app, I'll just have a look. And the, right. the, the Vikings are 33 to 20. The Packers are 20 to 37. We're actual favourites on that. That not surprises sure. surprise me, surprise me too much be. with the form. You're at home in that weather at that oh, time. Okay. Okay. So that doesn't okay. surprise me a huge amount, to be honest. Right, fair enough. Me. Fair enough. Well, I'll uh, I'll stand corrected. I'm not going to let anybody else go first because there's there's not <laughs> that many to choose from. You see my next cards. pick, mate. I'll be fucking fuming. So, uh, so yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna um, uh, just 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 mumble on for a moment while I yeah. decide my Sam. Uh, I was uh, <clears throat> kebab and curry house. Oh, good mate. <clears throat> it come quite late. I must admit, it was about an hour and a half. Um, but yeah, it's risky, it's risky to take though with distance in it. Like it is, uh, it is. To be fair, you can't. I, I did give him a quick call, just ask what ask what job we're in, and I, and as usual, it's just set off me. Yeah. So um, three so hours I, late, dear. Yeah, yeah so let's I have it. got a yeah, I've got one. I'm sorted. Yeah. But uh, yeah. so I am going to go against everything pretty much that Dawson said and go with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, yeah, they, they they did have a fantastic performance against the Broncos, albeit the Broncos are uh, a dumpster fire, as I mentioned. But I think the uh, the confidence that that will bring the Rams franchise and Baker Mayfield, I think they will get the job done in my wildcard pick. 
So yeah, my takeaway, uh, my takeaway, we're all right, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. Uh, For my wild card pick this week, I, as I mentioned, struggled, but I'm going with my gut feeling. I'm going with the hunch. I'm going with that tingly feeling in my balls. That has done me quite well. Done me quite well in the uh, in the wild cards for the NFL. If you look at the recent history, and I'm taking the Chicago Bears oh, to be the Detroit Lions. I pause there just in case. Uh, yeah, despite the fact that Bears currently sit three and twelve, currently sit with the second overall pick in April's draft. Despite the fact they are going to a team that have won three out of their last five. Like I said, I've just got that that little niggly feeling that Bears could pull uh, off a result here. Um, Detroit Lions, despite the fact they have been relatively decent against the run this season, got absolutely fucking annihilated uh, on the ground against the Panthers last weekend. Panthers had around 250 rushing yards in the first half alone. And Bears, that is where they have been strongest so far this season. I'm not saying that I definitely think Bears are going to win. Lions have been very good. Jarrett Goff has been fantastic. He is back at home. He is back against the defence that have struggled. But Lions rank 32nd against quarterbacks in fantasy. So Fields could have a good day in the air. There's no explanation needed in terms of what Fields delivers on the ground. And we saw what Panthers did to Detroit last weekend. So it's just that little feeling inside me that, uh, that Bears could scrape away because they haven't been, despite being 3-12, and 12, they haven't been playing bad. They, they've had a lot of highlights and a lot of their losses. So I'll uh, I'll go for the Bears. Okay, Sam, have you yours, Sam? got one? Yeah, so I'm going to put this to, to a vote because my first choice wild card was Justin Jefferson to be over 150 yards against the Packers in receiving yards. Uh, but Dawson says I can't have it. <laughs> so um, I'm going to put it up to a vote. What Does anybody think I can or, or I've got to pick a team? You got to say pick a team. That's yeah. it then. So he's took my Bears pick. So you're going to oh, have to give me a yes. hot second because they were my backup in case you didn't let me have it. Uh, fucking hell. Aggie, what, Jeff? Teammate? Uh, I ain't had anything yet, to be fair. No. No. As, uh, as Johnny. Hmm? It's very nice. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. keeping me going through the Christmas to New Year period, but I assume. And I think with the way I'm going at the moment, it will be gone by the new year. You wearing a condom for? <laughs> Comfort. Oh, Robin. Comfort. Go on, Ed Sam. Who are you thinking? Are you thinking Steelers at Ravens? Steelers in good form? What are you thinking? One four at the last. I'm five. thinking I'm going to take the Commanders to beat the Browns. Are they not favourites? I'm just going to double check now. ESPN has that as. Um, fifty-two percent of the vote going to commanders. Yeah, you don't, you don't, me. you don't look at them silly votes, mate. So you just look. Yeah, at I know, what, I know, I know. Odds, I know. Isn't it? So bookies odds of yeah, there, commanders odds on. Yeah, it's a nat's knacker in it. To be honest, it's the uh, the commanders have got a minus two. Uh, oh yeah, so yeah, you're right. Yeah, so they are odds on. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I told you I'm struggling here. I'll, I'll quite settled on my Bears pick if that. Jefferson one didn't come in, but I am gonna go. Let's have a look at what the Steelers are saying against the Ravens. Yes, I'm gonna take the Steelers to beat the Ravens. Like it. Okay. I uh mine was taken by Kemp. I had the Rams to beat the Chargers. Did you? I did, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna move on and I've looked at a couple whilst Sam's been looking through his. 
and you've been panicking. I have been panicking, mate. Um, I've I've passed on the Panthers against the Bucks because I really don't know who's going to be the favourite. I've passed on the Falcons against the Cards, and I think I'm going to settle for the one that you briefly mentioned a little bit earlier, and I'm going to go with the Texans to beat the Jags. Are you really? I am. Break it down. Or is it just that you're that desperate? It's not. Uh, well, yeah, a bit of both. Now, the Texans, they won last week. The Jaguars just seem like a sort of side that you never really know what you're going to get from them. One week you can get a very good Jaguars side that are going to show... Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, I've messed up what I was saying. There, didn't I? Yeah, Johnny Walker's going well, mate. Really well. Um, yeah, 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 no, really you don't know what Jag side you're going to get from week to week. Do you? Sometimes it can be a side that's in playoff contention. Sometimes it's a side that's still looking at the number one overall pick. And the Texans, just they've got nothing to play for. And sometimes you go up against a side with absolutely nothing to lose. And they, they can turn you over. And that's what happened last week. And I think Texans are going to go uh, back to back. Like it. That's, uh, there we go. There's the uh, there's the bets complete. Sam, have you got a uh, a final total for the yes. eightfold? So just give me one hot second. I just had it loaded up there. So that is Liverpool at home to beat Leicester. Stevenage at home to beat Gillingham. Man One-one City. Day, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Carlisle Friday, right? It's cool. Man City at home to beat Everton. Chelsea away at Forest. Twice. Oh, fucking away. Chiefs at home against the Broncos. Eagles at home against the Saints, the Niners in Las Vegas, and the Chargers at home against the Rams. A £10 stake returns £93.55. Come on then, let's end the year on a high. Here we go. One thing left to do then is that's all we've got time for. Skin, over to your question. Actually, actually I, need to, I need to stop. I need to get this in. So the other okay. night, the other night I was quite, quite tipsy. Uh, in fact, it was it was after the Packers win on Christmas Day um, against the Dolphins, and I was a bit tipsy. I was a bit merry, in a good mood. Obviously, Packers have just won, so I've got my betting app out like a dick, didn't I? And oh then no! I've put a tether on, put a tether on Packers to win Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I tell you it's, what, mate, this will be this will be yeah they do it because no one's expecting it. It's uh, it's fifty to one. I've got five hundred and ten quid. Yeah, that's brilliant. You're full up on fucking food. You've had a can. Uh, You're yeah, yeah, yeah. like you say. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love exactly. that. He's just done it. I've only when... just remembered as well when I've just checked that bed slip and just uh, seen it. That's brilliant. Because I was my next question was gonna be when did it sink in where when was that moment of why the fuck did I do with that? But about, apparently about, it's about, about, about four days. <laughs> it's four days later. Yeah, about ten seconds ago when I've just seen scrolling through. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it. Um yeah, my question of the episode, Sam, why it is for you, my friend. Okay. Uh so perk your ears back. Adam and Kemp, you sit back and relax, knowing that you've not faced with with the question of the episode this week. That's and happening. Sam. The question is this. Okay. Would you rather have sex with your mum, but she is in Katie's body, or would you rather have sex with Katie, but she is in your mum's body? C, my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Starting their back up, dropping their mainstay quarterback, and looks like a win where Niners can really really turn the screw now and take control of the NFC or at least sort of that, that top two or three spots. So yeah, CMC is my pick this week. Okay. Kemp. 
You have not taken my uh, my. Pick. Oh, you love a Niners player. I thought I, thought I do. I do love a Niners player, but no, I've got. I've gone for. Uh, well, seeing as though I'm last, I think I'll uh, I'll, I'll spill my guts. I was going to go with Travis Kelsey. Um, I was under the impression and under the influence that the Broncos are a dumpster fire at the moment, and and Kelsey's probably the best tight end in the league. But then I thought, you know what? That's a little bit of a boring pick. So I'm going to go with Evan Engram. He Ooh, has I like been it, mate. Absolutely outstanding for the Jags this season. And yeah. if he'd have been half the player for the Jags this season as he was when he was playing for the Giants, we would be sorted at tight end position for a long time. So I'm going to go with Evan Engram. Texans are struggling, have been all season, and the Jaguars are on fire. So Evan Engram is going to be my pick. And yeah, he's my uh, he's my touchdown scorer for the week. Okay. I like it. He's starting for me at tight end in my, uh, in my Super Bowl and he's been fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah he's, I'm happy he's with that. definitely had a career renaissance in the past few weeks, most definitely. There we go. Kemp, we'll stick with you for the wild card. Oh, baby, I'm so glad you did. I am going to go with Sam White's Green Bay Packers. I think Ooh. all the hype and the talk is around Justin Jefferson. I think everybody thinks that the Packers are just going to roll over and die. But I agree with Dawson. I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. And I think the Green Bay Packers are going to come away with the W. So, yeah, my um, wild card is the Green Bay Packers this week. OK, Skin? I, like Sam mentioned earlier, really, really struggled to highlight... Can I just stop? Card. I need to stop. I need to stop because, unfortunately... We can't let Kemp have that one. Oh, okay. The reason being, the Packers are favourites. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Are they really? I, I, I wasn't 100%, so I thought while I'm on betting app, I'll just have a look. And the, right. the, the Vikings are 33 to 20. The Packers are 20 to 37. We're actual favourites on that. That surprises sure surprise me, me too much be. with the form. You're at home in that weather at that Ooh, time. Okay. Okay, okay, so that okay. doesn't surprise me a huge amount, to be honest. Right, fair enough, me. fair enough. Well, I'll uh, I'll stand corrected. I'm not going to let anybody else go first because there's there's not <laughs> that many to choose from. You see my next pick, mate. I'll be fucking few. So uh, so yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna um, uh, just 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 mumble on for a moment while I yeah. decide my Sam. Uh, I was uh, <clears throat> kebab and curry house. Oh, good mate. <clears throat> it come quite late. I must admit, it was about an hour and a half. Um, but yeah, it's risky, it's risky to take though with distance in it. Like it is, you know. it is. To be fair, you can't. I, I did give him a quick call, just ask what ask what job we're in, and and as usual, it's just set off me. Yeah. So um, three so, hours uh, late, dear. Yeah, yeah. So let's I have it. got a yeah, I've got one. I'm sorted. But uh, yeah. so I am going to go against everything pretty much that Dawson said and go with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh. Yeah, they, they they did have a fantastic performance against the Broncos, albeit the Broncos are uh, a dumpster fire, as I mentioned. But I think the uh, the confidence that that bring the Rams franchise and Baker Mayfield, I think they will get the job done in my wildcard pick. Nice. So yeah, Can my takeaway, uh, my takeaway, we're all right, mate. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Uh, for my wildcard pick this week, I, as I mentioned, struggled, but. I'm going with my gut feeling. I'm going with the hunch. I'm going with that tingly feeling in my balls. That has done me quite me. well. Done me quite well in the uh, in the wild cards for the NFL, if you look at the recent history. And I'm taking the Chicago Bears oh, to sake. be the Detroit Lions. I pause there just in case. 
Uh, yeah, despite the fact that Bears currently sit 3-12, and 12, currently sit with the second overall pick in April's draft, despite the fact they are going to a team that have won three out of their last five, like I said, I've just got that, that little niggly feeling that Bears could pull uh, off a result here. Um, Detroit Lions, despite the fact they have been relatively decent against the run this season, got absolutely fucking annihilated uh, on the ground against the Panthers last weekend. Panthers had around 250 rushing yards in the first half alone. And Bears, that is where they have been strongest so far this season. I'm not saying that I definitely think Bears are going to win. Lions have been very good. Jarrett Goff has been fantastic. He is back at home. He is back against the defence that have struggled. But Lions ranked 32nd against quarterbacks in fantasy. So Fields could have a good day in the air. There's no explanation needed in terms of what Fields delivers on the ground. And we saw what Panthers did to Detroit last weekend. So there's just that little feeling inside me that, uh, that Bears could scrape a win because they haven't been, despite being 3-12, and 12, they haven't been playing bad. They, they've had a lot of highlights and a lot of their losses. So I'll uh, I'll go for the Bears. Okay, Sam, I'll take you Sam. got one? Yeah, so I'm going to put this to, to a vote because my first choice wild card was Justin Jefferson to be over 150 yards against the Packers in receiving yards. Uh, but Dawson says I can't have it. So um, I'm going to put it up to a vote. What Does anybody think I can or, or I've got to pick a team? Oh, you got to pick, uh, say pick a team. That's yeah. it then. So he's took my Bears pick. So you're going to oh, have to give me a yes. hot second because they were my backup in case you didn't let me have it. Uh, fucking hell. I give you what, Jeff, a team, mate. Uh, I ain't had anything yet, to be fair. No. No. As uh, as Johnny. Mm, it's very nice, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. keeping me going through the Christmas to New Year period, but I assume, and I think with the way I'm going at the moment, it will be gone by the New Year. You wearing a condom for? <laughs> Comfort. Oh, Robin. Comfort. Go on, Ed, Sam. Who are you thinking? Are you thinking Steelers at Ravens? Steelers in good form? What are you thinking? One four out of the last. I'm five. thinking I'm going to take the Commanders to beat the Browns. Are they not favourites? I'm just going to double check now. ESPN has that as fifty-two percent of the vote going to Commanders. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't look at them silly votes, mate. So you just look. Yeah, at no, what, no, what no, Bucky's no, odds, no, isn't it? So Bucky's odds of yeah, there, Commanders odds on. Yeah, it's a Nats knacker in it. To be honest, it's the uh, the Commanders have got a minus two. Uh, oh yeah, so yeah, you're right. Yeah, so they are odds on. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, I'm, I told you I'm struggling here. I'll quite settled on my Bears pick if that Jefferson one didn't come in. But I am going to go. Let's have a look at what the Steelers are saying against the Ravens. Yes, I'm going to take the Steelers to beat the Ravens. Like it. Okay. I uh, Mine was taken by Kemp. I had the Rams to beat the Chargers. Did you? I did, yeah. Um, but I'm going to move on, and I've looked at a couple whilst Sam's been looking through his. And well, you've I think been panicking. I have been panicking, mate. Um, I've I've passed on the Panthers against the Bucks because I really don't know who's going to be the favourite. I've passed on the Falcons against the Cards, and I think I'm going to settle for the one that you briefly mentioned a little bit earlier, and I'm going to go with the Texans to beat the Jags. Are you really? I am. Break it down. Or is it just that you're that desperate? It's not, uh, well, yeah, a bit of both. Now, the Texans, they won last week. The Jaguars just seem like a sort of side that 
you never really know what you're going to get from him. The one week you can get a very good Jaguars side that are going to show Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, I've messed up what I was saying. There, didn't I? Yeah, Johnny Walker's going well, mate. Really well. Um, yeah, 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 no, really you don't know what Jag side you're going to get from week to week. Do you? Sometimes it can be a side that's in playoff contention. Sometimes it's a side that's still looking at the number one overall pick. And the Texans just, they've got nothing to play for. And sometimes you go up against a side with absolutely nothing to lose. And they, they can turn you over. And that's what happened last week. And I think Texans are going to go uh, back to back. Like it. That's, uh, there we go. That's there's the uh, there's the bets complete. Sam, have you got a uh, a final total for the yes. eightfold? So just give me one hot second. I just had it loaded up there. So that is Liverpool at home to beat Leicester. Stevenage at home to beat Gillingham. Man Monday, City. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Carlisle Friday, right? It's cool. Man City at home to beat Everton. Chelsea away at Forest. Twice. Fucking oh, away. Chiefs at home against the Broncos. Eagles at home against the Saints, the Niners in Las Vegas, and the Chargers at home against the Rams. A ten-pound stake returns ninety-three pounds fifty-five. Come on, then. Let's end the year on a high. Here we go. One thing left to do then is that's all we've got time for. Skin over to your. Question. Actually, actually, I need to I need to stop. I need to get this in. So the other night, okay. the other night, I was quite quite tipsy. Uh, in fact, it was it was after the Packers win on Christmas Day um, against the Dolphins, and I was a bit tipsy. I was a bit merry, in a good mood. Obviously, Packers have just won, so I, I've got my betting app out like a dick, didn't I? And oh then no! I've put a tenner on, put a tenner on Packers to win Super. I love it. I tell you what, mate. This will be this will be yeah. They do it because no the one's expecting it. It's uh, it's fifty to one. I've got five hundred and ten. It's You're full up on fucking food. You've had a can. Uh, you're yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Like you're just yeah. He's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, he's, that. That. he's yeah. just done it. I've only when... just remembered as well when I've just checked that bet. It's like, man, just oh, seen it. That's pretty. Because I was my next question was going to be when did it sink in? Where, when was that moment of why the fuck did I do that? But apparently about, about, it's about, about four days. <laughs> it's four days later. Yeah, about ten seconds ago. I've just seen scrolling through. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it. Um, my question of the episode, Sam. Why it is for you, my friend? Okay. Uh, so perk your ears back, Adam and Kemp. You sit back and relax, knowing that you've not faced with with the question of the episode this week. That's and Sam. The question is this. Okay. Would you rather have sex with your mum, but she is in Katie's body, or would you rather have sex with Katie, but she is in your mum's body? C, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>